Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. It's not teenagers or elementary schoolers who can say, this is what happens. I was physically abused. It's in a lot of cases, children that don't know how to explain what happened. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. There's so many things that she did wrong, and it's like they don't care. Families in Morristown, Tennessee, are calling for stricter child abuse laws. Months after investigators discovered possible safety hazards in an unlicensed daycare facility operated by a woman named April Barnard. They say daycare operator April Barnard neglected their children, yelled at them, and kept them in unsanitary conditions. When authorities showed up in July, one, two, three, four, five, they found 38 children inside Barnard's home. The lead prosecutor in the county says he can't press charges under the state's current laws. District Attorney Dan Armstrong told us it's not enough to press criminal charges. That's why Brandy Gillum wants to see the laws changed. We will never know the extent of the abuse and neglect that she was doing to our kids. Something will be done because I will not stop fighting. Grace King is joining us from WBIR in Knoxville, Tennessee. Grace, you've been reporting on a disturbing story out of Morristown, Tennessee. For those not familiar with the area, where exactly is Morristown? It's about an hour north of Knoxville. And it's there that a woman named April Barnard has been running an unlicensed daycare facility. First, what have you been able to learn about this woman, April Barnard? Well, she told authorities she's been doing this for 12 years. She doesn't consider it a business. She doesn't consider it a daycare, but rather a babysitter setup. And the state is kind of like, nope, you have more than four kids that aren't related to you. That's a daycare. You need a license for it. Um, but she's been doing this for 12 years, charges them $20 a day, which is really cheap for parents and came highly recommended as far as the parents knew. And you mentioned that it's significant that she's been looking after more than four kids. Can you help us understand the law, at least in Tennessee, around operating a daycare facility? Parents are obviously allowed to look after their own kids, have a couple friends over for play dates. Where exactly is the line where it becomes a facility that would require a license? Right. So if you're watching kids, you can watch your own kids plus four unrelated children. And she was, they found 38 kids in her home, only two of which were related to her. So that's, you know, 32 kids, I believe, over the legal limit. Investigators went out to her home last summer. What exactly did they find when they went out there? Well, at first, the way her home works is you walk in and there's a staircase going up and a staircase going down. And they said, hey, we got a complaint. We're just here to check some things out. And she brought them into one room. They saw, I think it was five or six kids laying on towels on the floor. They thought that was a bit strange. Um, but five or six kids, they had some in the back. She wasn't, they weren't that concerned at first, but then they started looking around and they opened the door to her garage and they found another 20 kids in that room. And those were mainly babies, infants, sitting in high chairs, a couple toddlers. And that's when 
they realized that there was a lot more going on. In addition to caring for too many kids, reports from Hamlin County and DCS show concerns over safety hazards like bleach, exposed outlets, and how Barnard pulled small children up by their arms. I said, could you please stop picking them up that way? They also show Barnard told investigators she doesn't keep any kind of paperwork, like applications, attendance records, proof of immunization, or bookkeeping. You got a hold of body camera footage in which a case manager with the Tennessee Department of Children's Services can be seen and heard telling an officer she'd never seen anything like this in her career. I have never, 16 years doing this job, have I ever saw anything like this. And she'd been with DCS for 16 years. That has to tell you something. It definitely does. You can hear her saying, this is child abuse. I've never seen anything like this. She's tearing up as she tells the officers that show up. It's literally child abuse. She just can't believe what she saw, the conditions. I mean, the body cam video, it shows high chair after high chair after high chair with kids in every single one of them. There's, you know, exposed insulation coming from the ceiling. There's paint buckets and Lysol and bleach. And it's just, it's nothing you would want to see, especially when it involves so many children. What was April Barnard's explanation for A, having this many children apparently under her care, and B, these conditions you described and that you said this case manager called child abuse? Right. So April said that she was closed on Monday and that her kids, she had different kids coming every day a week. So her Monday kids had come with her Wednesday kids. It was a Wednesday when investigators showed up to her home. She said that she normally had 12 to 15 kids and she wasn't expecting that many. I usually don't have this. That's what I'm trying to explain. She said she normally didn't keep them in the garage. Um, and when they actually went into the garage, all the lights were off. There was a TV playing very loudly. So they weren't sure how long the kids had been in there with in the dark with the TV just blaring. Um, but she said that wasn't normal, that they're usually upstairs and usually outside. These are my number one. Like, yes, there's a lot here, but I promise you these kids do not go without. But with so many high chairs there, investigators just felt like something wasn't quite right, wasn't quite adding up. Do we know, did she have any employees or was it just her looking after these kids? She said she didn't have any employees per se, but her mom lived with her and her mom helped out. So the two of them were responsible, at least that Wednesday, for watching those 38 kids that DCS reported in the home. There's another exchange on this body camera footage where a case manager asked Barnard why, if she's been doing this for over a decade and there are so many kids under her care, why she doesn't consider it to be a business. How does Barnard respond to that? She says, hey, this is, I just consider it babysitting, doing what I love. I don't know. Why don't you consider it a business? And she keeps just saying, I don't know. And what's most striking, and it's even noted in the DCS reports, is that the entire time she's been, she's being interviewed by DCS and DHS, she's, you know, texting on her phone, holding a kid, not really answering a lot of their questions. And they wrote in the report that she doesn't really understand the gravity of the situation and expressed no remorse for what she had done. As I mentioned, it was last summer when investigators went out to Barnard's property. Have there been any charges in the time since? No. So that's how we got the body camera video. The district attorney decided not to press charges in this case. Tonight, Hamlin County's top prosecutor says he will not be filing any charges related to an unlicensed daycare in Morristown. I spoke with him on the phone and he said there's nothing he can do because there's no evidence of physical harm. 
Um, and he says it has to rise to physical harm while in her care in order to press criminal charges and that she didn't do anything criminal. And that's what has these moms so frustrated because their kids were kept in subpar conditions. The reports mention a lot of dirtiness, potential safety hazards, a lot of issues with how they were kept, how they were cared for. You can see in the body camera video, the DHS worker saying, don't pick those kids up like that. Please stop handling those kids like that. I said, could you please stop picking them up that way? And the district attorney basically said, nope, it's not criminal. There's nothing we can do. They can prevent her from opening a daycare in the future from getting a license, but she never got a license in the first place. So it's been very frustrating for the families involved. I'm trying to understand the DA's decision here. We have records laying out what sound like clear safety concerns, bleach being accessible, exposed outlets, medication found on the floor, children being left in a garage with the light off. We also know by Barnard's own admission that she wasn't keeping track of things like immunization records or emergency contacts. And you mentioned the DA's explanation is that he needed proof of physical harm. The reports do mention Barnard's physical handling of the children, saying that she was observed pulling children by the arm, one being a baby that cried as a result. But again, at the end of the day, this DA is saying none of this is prosecutable under state law as it stands. Help us understand that a little better. He says it has to be physical. They need proof of physical harm. She didn't pick up the baby properly, but the baby wasn't necessarily harm to an extent that they can prove. Um, the moms I spoke to say their kids are psychologically abused. Down the road, who's to say what psychological damage this has done to them? It does not look sanitary at all, and our kids look distressed. It makes me want to cry. Some of them struggle to walk. They don't know if that's from sitting in a high chair all day because a lot of their kids are too young to tell them what really happened inside, and that's the hardest part with this case is it's not teenagers or elementary schoolers who can say, this is what happens. I was physically abused. It's in a lot of cases, children that don't know how to explain what happened. And that's what's making it so hard. But the district attorney says he doesn't have evidence of physical abuse and that's why he's not going to prosecute it. You mentioned these families are frustrated. How much did they know about what was going on? Was this all news to them as well? They found out the day they were called and told, come pick up your kids now. The cops are here. Um, she's been doing this for 12 years. Morristown is not a small community, but small enough that she came highly recommended. We thought we could trust her. She told us that she kept a total of six kids. Everyone talked highly of her. You feel a lot of guilt for sending them there, but you also, she put on a good show. All of them said, child care is expensive. This woman charged $20 a day. They thought it was a babysitter type situation, that she was watching her own kids and maybe four, five, six more. They got a tour of her house. Like I said, it goes, one staircase goes up, the other staircase goes down. They were told the down staircase goes to the basement and the garage. No kids are allowed down there. They put a gate at the top of the stairs. The kids stay upstairs. She has a big backyard, a lot of play areas. And from their perspective, their kids loved it. They enjoyed the tour. She put on a good show is what one mom said. And they had no idea until... They really saw what was going on downstairs. With the district attorney declining to press charges at this point, where does this story go from here? Well, so the moms are working with their local lawmakers to try and get the laws changed. They are trying to find any kind of way to still press charges and try and get some kind of accountability for what happened to their kids. But one mom said, this isn't the end of it. I'm not going away. Something will happen. And they are 
They are going through all the body cam video, the audio recordings, the reports, talking with attorneys, talking with lawmakers, trying to make a difference so that this can't happen again, so that this woman can't care for kids again. Grace King with WBIR in Knoxville. Thanks for sharing the story. Absolutely. And as always, thanks to you for joining us on this episode of The Daily Crime. We're right here with a new one every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So make sure you're subscribed to or following the podcast wherever it is you're listening right now. If you're looking for more podcasts to listen to, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows that includes our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond.